Hey, welcome back to an unedited special edition quick drop episode of Pigeon Hockey, where all I do is add a puck noise, but you get to hear every dumb thing uh, I say or do along with my special guest today, and that's Brian Erickson. Brian, welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's been a long time. So, <laughs> hey, who was the guy that was on last time from California? What was his first name again? Uh, ben. All right. I, I want to make sure anybody that listened to last time, Ben was playing in his first men's league game. Yes. Um, and I heard, this is just the rumor, and I watched it on Instat. He was terrible. Um, <laughs> so I want to make sure we're following his journey of awfulness. Um, so that when he <laughs> talks about hockey, we understand that we shouldn't listen to him. Yeah, no, I think that's that's the way to go. I think uh, he might have actually scored that first goal and we might be having a gold plated displayed. I think he's probably let everyone at work know about it. And, you know, he I think he's the up and coming, um, you know, Connor McDavid in men's oh, league in San Jose. Yeah. San Jose <laughs> Beer League, which I heard is electric. It's a ton of uh, <laughs> high level players. Um, no, it, it's uh, it was I always enjoy coming on because I think uh, everybody that works for Pigeonhole is kind of a moron, just like yep. I am. So it, yep. it kind That's of us. it kind of blends well because um, I'm an idiot and uh, I, I expect to uh, be treated as such. So it, it's nice coming on here and um, you know making sure kids never want to play for me because of what they heard me say on the on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for furry listeners, just in case you're not aware, you'll be able to hear all about the Northeast General season on Thursday's episode. But we're dropping this one for you listeners today. And Brian is the head coach and hockey operations manager for the Northeast Generals in the NAHL. And um, if you have kids in the car, earmuffs, things might be said. Uh, but uh, yeah. We're ready for this, and we're ready to see how Ben's season goes. And we're unfortunately we can't have him on right now for some reason. He has to work. He's talking and, me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah. And so since he's not here to defend himself, um, we'll just keep talking shit about him. Um, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we got Sebastian up there in Ottawa, who, you know, is been dealing with some pretty big storm issues, as most of you in Ottawa have. So. Do good up there. Um, hope you guys get power back soon. Hope everything's okay. Uh, our thoughts are with you up there in Ottawa and uh, with Sebastian's deck because um, he was telling me uh, he didn't know how bad it was until he was driving home and saw his deck before he got to his house. Oh, that's uh, always yeah. fun. Yeah. Apparently it was in the street well before he got to his house. He's like, oh, that's my deck. Okay, so um, hopefully, uh, like I said, they get power back there soon and, um, you know, they can uh, deal with the damage that has been around the Ottawa region. Um, But we'll move to the lighter side of this and actually the hockey side of this. And we're going to be kind of talking about the NHL Robertson Cup finals and really kind of how the playoffs unfolded in the NHL. And uh, I'll make a prediction because that's what I do. And. I'll just say it now. Um, you know, you know, I'll, I'll let you listeners wait because I'll explain why. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brian, the uh, the generals were in the first round of the playoffs, and it ended in kind of a controversial, abrupt way. Uh, yeah, let's we just got say it that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, human error exists. It it is it is a sport, and uh, it's it's unfortunate. All I know is um, I sat back and I have the luxury of hockey TV, and I rewinded it at least seven times, and I just kept going. Nope, buzzer went off before the goal went in. Clearly, like and. You know, I've heard, oh, well, you know, don't trust hockey TV's thing. Of course you can't. You can't trust anything on on graphics. I listen to the buzzer. And, yeah, it it is what it is. Um, it's unfortunate that an amazing season that you guys had ended that way. Um, but uh, for all of you listeners that want to hear more about that season, uh, be ready for Thursday's episode. Uh, but the Titans moved on. And how do you think of their playoff run so far since then? Well, I mean, I, I look at. New Jersey's season as as pretty remarkable. I mean, either way, they they fought back from from deficits against us in that fifth game, you know. And 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 I never felt like we we collapsed or anything. I felt like you just had a really really good team, a veteran team, a team that knew how to win, um, that kept coming right. So they score with yep. whatever amount of time left uh, against us, and then um, against uh, Jamestown in the next round, they score with 0.8 seconds left in a game uh, to force overtime and win it, um, you know, and then they get out here to uh, the Robertson Cup in Minnesota, and, you know, they fall behind, um, you know, one game to none, and, and and then, you know, they win game two in overtime, you know, another thing that's a, a big compliment to Craig Doremus and his staff and his players of always getting him ready, and then Last night they're trailing, you know, three to two with uh, under two minutes left. They pull the goalie, they score six on five to force overtime, and then they go to double overtime. And you know, there's a bunch of, of penalties, and both teams have their opportunities on the power play. And and finally, um, New Jersey's able to cash in on a on a great goal. And you know, and and I, I highlighted earlier about you know Brendan Dumas uh, playing really well, and you know Dave Posma back on on defense. I, I I can't wait to look at his instat. I feel like he played. 100 minutes of hockey last night you know and um he's a kid that i that i really like and 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 i've gotten to know pretty well and you know i'm happy for them um on the other end like phil fox coach at new mexico uh, he is a unbelievable guy he's an unbelievable hockey coach that team has that was like one of those series that it's unfortunate anybody had to lose you know it was uh yeah it was a wild series and uh, both teams you know had their opportunities to to win it um you know, I feel bad for the kid that took the penalty in, in overtime. You know, I, I don't think it was is his fault. It was just kind of a, you know, a, a fluky little play. And I hope he doesn't beat himself up too bad because at the end of the day, that was a, a great season for New Mexico. And then on the other end, you had Anchorage and uh, yeah. St. Cloud. You know, St. Cloud came into the Robertson Cup as the number one seed and, and Anchorage kind of you know, fran- the expansion franchise, they were, they have had a slightly better first year than we did in our first year. We won four games our first year, and they've gone to the Robinson Cup championship. So it's it's almost it's almost equal. Um, close, and pretty close. It, in that first game, I, I watched the first game. They had zero business winning. I mean, zero. It was I don't know what the shots were. It might have been fifty to. 15 um uh, it was it was awesome and 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 i give uh, anchorage a ton of credit they packed it in they blocked a lot of shots they were able to score on their on their opportunities uh, but their goalie played unbelievable and then in the second game you know they um they came out with a, just a swagger that you just kind of yeah. like we belong here like and and part of that is um ignorance sometimes right like uh yep. they don't know any better 
and 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 there's something to be said for not knowing any better like we shouldn't be here but we are um you know and i give the coach you know a ton of credit i mean he's got those boys ready to play um and it's going to be an exciting series i mean on paper i you know i know what my prediction is and and i, I know who i'm rooting for um you know but ultimately you know that anchorage team is uh, it's just an awesome story. The community supported the program um, yeah. an incredible amount. They won organization of the year, well-deserved. I mean, I voted for them. Um, really happy for them. Um, really happy for Alaska to get that third team and for that third team to come in right away and have success is, is awesome. I mean, Fairbanks has, has been here and they're an awesome program. And, and Kenai um, has had a couple struggles lately, but they're looking like they're on the right track. And and Anchorage being who they are. And, you know, and St. Cloud is incredibly well coached. They play incredibly skillful game. Um, they've had, a, they had a really unbelievable season and, you know, I'm really proud to be in the league with these four teams. No, it, it's been an incredible season uh, for all four teams. And yeah, talking about, uh, yeah, the St. Cloud series. Um, I tell you what, it was uh, Thomas Bolo, I think is the St. Cloud goalie that was, Truly incredible. And I think it is Rathan Robbins um, is the uh, Anchorage goalie. And that's a made up yeah. name. What's that? Yeah, Rathan. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds made up, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he said he's had an incredible saves. I think every goalie because, you know, me, I, I have to always talk about the goalies. I have a problem, I think. But uh the amount of amazing saves I see in between those two goalies in that series. And then honestly, the, the playoffs leading up to the fact that the fact that they're here in the Robertson cup uh, final four um, is, is really a you know tip of the hat to those boys. And then you talk about the uh, New Mexico has, uh, I know his last oh name, Benny. God. That's his first name, Benny. Yeah. He's uh, disgusting. Unreal. Like disgusting. some of the saves he made, are like i real feel like especially watching because i've watched all the playoff games uh, i can't watch every games through all the season but i watch all the robertson cup playoff games um from the first round up through every team and you are incre- a loser. oh what's that i said you are a loser but that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean, my. I think sometimes my, when my wife wakes up and she sees me just sitting out there watching hockey again, she thinks the same thing. <laughs> but, yeah. She's like, "Wow, I got really, I really won the lottery here." Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, it could be worse. Uh, you know, <laughs> I won't go anywhere with that. But uh, yeah, it's hockey is my my sick addiction, and watching some of the saves Benny Halas has made this season or not the season, but these Robinson Cup playoffs has been crazy. But Andrew Takis, uh, I think the team needs to acknowledge the fact that they had no chance of getting back into that game without the way Takis was playing. They made it in overtime. They they scored, yes. Um, Dumas showed up at the right time. Like I said, he's been having a great season. But in this game, it was critical he showed up. But None of that really means anything if you don't get like, oh, man, I don't know how much time was left in the third period. But Takis, again, one of those defensive breakdowns, and he is left all alone with a New Mexico forward right in front of him, puck on stick, and just sprawls out to keep the game within one. That doesn't happen. You might be talking about an Anchorage and New Mexico series. Absolutely. I mean, and 
you know, he makes big saves. And, you know, I think tomorrow, tomorrow night, which, you know, obviously is the 24th of May, um, it's going to come down to that. It's going to come yep. down to uh, goaltending. Um, you know, we're going to sit here and say that, and it's probably going to be like an 8-6 game. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just... Not with these guys. Yeah, yeah it, it, I feel, uh, you know, for me, the, the one thing that I probably was the most impressed with um, from New Jersey... Um, standpoint was that it's very easy when you're playing a goalie as good as Benny Halaz is um, to kind of get away from your identity, right? To try to yeah. try to shoot from too many places or like just to change it, just to try to like make him uncomfortable. And, you know, instead, New Jersey was able to just kind of stick with what has made them successful all year. Um, and it's hard when you're like, it feels like everything you do is getting saved. And, and, you know, and I think, uh, that's a credit to Craig and, and, and to what he, what he was able to do, um, with that group. And, and I'm hopeful, um, that they come in. I mean, for us, um, from selfishly from a, from a Northeast general standpoint, I mean, you had four new teams in the Robertson cup championship, meaning four teams that hadn't been here before, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, the, this is only, I think, the second time an East team's ever made it to the championship game. Um, the East has, um, I feel, and, you know, I'm biased, of course, but I feel like we've been overlooked a lot because we're, we're, we play a little bit different style here in the East. It's a little more yeah. open. It's, you know, it's not the South, the dirty South where you're, you know, everybody's fighting and, and hitting and, and doing all that, you know, big boy hockey. Um, not that we're not playing on the East Coast, but it's just not as consistent from, from game to game. And I'm really proud of, you know, that the East is, is representing, you know, and, and if you look at it and like, I talked to my boys today, you know, from, from this past the season that just ended. And I said, guys, listen, we were 0.00001 seconds from having a chance to be here. Not that Jamestown was going to be any type of series that, you know, we were going to necessarily win. We might've lost that, but um, we felt, you know, really close to New Jersey and, and they're in the championship game. And, and that's awesome for New Jersey and it's awesome for our division. Um, and it's something that, you know, we need to be rooting for them just because they're our partner, right? You know, yeah. we're in the East, we're, we're in markets that don't get fans. We're in, we're in markets here where ownership are taking huge financial risks and huge financial hits um, to make sure kids have these opportunities. And uh, it's nice for, for, for an East Coast team to, to get this recognition and, and to do it. And, it. and it gives us hope that, you know, we're going to be the representative next year. Yeah, because it really is an awesome division, the East. And you guys have been really fun to watch all year. Uh, you know, you get to really learn the, the teams in the division. When, when I'm watching a lot of Generals games, I start to get to learn the names from the other opposing players, especially when you end up playing series, I'm like, okay, these names are starting to stand out. And I think that's a, you know, the Eastern division is an incredible division and it's great that they're represented this year. Um, and I said, I wouldn't make the prediction until, you know, a little bit deeper into the episode. So here it is. We got Anchorage in New Jersey and, you know, hopefully it works out for Jersey, but I'm picking Anchorage. Um, I think that they're going to come out on top. It's going to be Rothens versus Takis. And really this is what goalie, stands on his head better i think is going to win the series but uh you know if, if it's anything like the usphl where i picked against the rockets hockey club every single round and they won i've picked against jersey every single round so you know prove me wrong jersey but well, uh, I, I'm i got like, them winning four to two jersey's winning four to two 
There it is. Jersey's winning four two. I haven't actually picked a score. I think it's just I think it's going to be a goalie battle. I don't see four goals unless one of those is an empty netter. Um, yeah, it could happen. I mean, that's why it's a national championship game. You got to play the game because there's no there's you know definitely no guarantee. I mean, look at the Florida Panthers right now. <laughs> so, oh, it's unbelievable. Oh. And uh, you can listen to the Toronto fans like, well, look what we would have done to Florida. Okay, well you lost. No. Um, yeah. And, and that's like us saying, oh, look what we would have done, but we lost. So yeah. uh, you know, at, the, at the end of the day, I think that um, the one thing that, I, you know, I don't know if you've gotten to watch a lot of this and and, and nothing against the USHL, but, I, you know, I watched um, the Clark Cup because I have a, one of our former players was on uh, Madison. And yeah. and the the job that the N.A. does in putting these games on is absurd. You know, not just the cameras, the interviews with the coaches, like in between periods, after the game, the graphics, like the Twitter feeds, the Instagram, the Snapchat. Yeah. Like, it is unbelievable. These kids are treated like they're playing in the NHL for the Stanley Cup final, as they should be. Um, yeah. And it's it's unbelievable. Like, it's, it's fun. Like, I'm in the hotel right here with all the teams. I'm actually fortunately or unfortunately surrounded by new jersey <laughs> titans right now i got titans to my left titans to my right um oh. but i'm really you know genuinely happy for the kids you know thank god i don't ever sleep because even when they came back last night they were they were pretty pumped up you know and, and I'm sure, uh, today's day off is really needed because i you know i think for me anyway as a coach like my adrenaline wouldn't let me sleep you know after that you know and, and yeah uh, and i know it didn't let me sleep a lot of nights towards the end of the year. And, 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 uh, you know, for me, um, all we're trying to do anybody in this league is give kids these opportunities and, you know, you're hopefully that they're your kids, but you still got to be excited for, for, for the other kids that are in it and Anchorage. Um, it's, it's an awesome story, New Jersey. It's an awesome story because they faced adversity in every series. Um, yeah. They're down one nothing in all three series. They down one nothing to us. Down one nothing to Jamestown. Down one nothing to New Mexico. Uh, they won't have that luxury tomorrow against Anchorage because it's a one gamer. But yeah. um, that's something that's pretty cool, right? They faced adversity every step of the way and they battled. Uh, Anchorage was an underdog in every series and and prevailed, right? So you got kind of nice little storylines here. Yeah, and for me, I mean, those that listen to the episodes a lot will know that a uh, pretty big fan of. The Ogden Mustangs in the uh, Mountain Division in the USPHL, and you got Rocco Tessabasi on the um, New Jersey Titans, and he was a Pueblo uh, Bulls player last year. So I got to watch him a lot live um, last year uh, because I was still living in Utah at that time. And uh, super talented player, and, you know, good luck to him and the entire Titans organization on tomorrow's game because I'll be watching. Not live. I'll wake up and watch it. But, uh you know, I'll definitely be first thing on Wednesday morning for me. We'll be waking up and watching that game. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready for a goalie battle, though. I'm really. And you know what? It's going to I have a feeling it's not going to be one of the bigger names on Anchorage or New Jersey that gets that goal that gives them the championship because that rarely happens. It's It's going to be one of those deep boys that's been fighting all year and becomes the hero. I I think. um you saw that, right? We, you saw yeah. Anchorage have kids that stepped up. You saw, um, you saw New Jersey last night. You know they had the I can't Bennett Benich, uh, you know, young kid that joined them later in the year. Um, you know played a played a big role in the game last night. You had you just keep having guys step up. You know and and it's it's part of the greatest thing about sports, 
right? Like legitimately, yeah. like, you know, um, just kind of guys stepping up and feeling the big moments and you never know who that's going to be, you know, and yeah. you never know who's kind of got like, we all know Connor McDavid's ridiculous, but did we know that he was going to be this ridiculous in the playoffs no. the most? Like Unreal. for me, I up until about halfway through this year, I was still steadfast. Sidney Crosby was the best player in the NHL. That's completely changed. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. the torch has finally been officially passed. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And you get the same, that's, that's the, uh, kind of the outlier, right? You used to have guys yeah. like Claude Giroux who would have like, 20 points in the regular season and like 34 in the playoffs. You'd be like, what the heck is happening? Right. And yep. you're kind of having that happen um, here. I mean, I think David Posma um, for New Jersey is like tied for their team leading points. It's defensive, you know, and, um, yeah. and, and that's awesome to watch, you know, and, and, and for me, like I'm hoping the only thing I hope for tomorrow, I mean, yeah, I'm rooting for Jersey, you know, but I'm happy for Anchorage if they win. I, I just hope it's one on a, a nice goal, a clean goal where it wasn't anybody's, you know, fault, you know, like it wasn't a, a, a bad call or an offsides or, you know, a goalie just mishandles something, you know, I'm hoping it's just a clean play and, and, and that team can just say, you know, we didn't have it today and, and we lost. And the other team could say, you know what, we beat the team in the right way, you know, and, and that's, yeah. that's what you root for as a coach and as a parent, you know, you, you just don't want some kid to have it fall on his shoulders. And, and that's why I, I hate goalies. You love goalies because I, <laughs> you know, unfortunately it falls on the goalies, you know, yeah. it, it does, you know, in a lot of ways. And, you know, Benny Halas, thank God he's so good. I mean, that goal wasn't his fault that, that, no. uh, that won the game. Um, and that was nice, you know, like it was, it was nice that it wasn't a controversial goal of any kind. It was just a, it was just a nice goal that was scored. Um, and I'm looking forward to, um, you know, the same thing happening, um, tomorrow yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to the game i mean it's i'm excited to watch it and also going to be really sad uh, when it's over because um i don't know what i'm watching after that uh most hockey seasons have ended at this point and so um if you have you know hockey tv as i know you do um just go back and rewatch our season watch our na3 gens buzz you know 44 and 0 in the division unreal that's an unreal record yeah 40 not a big deal 44 now yeah. <laughs> um we went what did we what was our record this year 45 and two and then we won two and we won two so 45 47 49 and three 51 and four right you know pretty good um we got all of our old ones done in college we got bunch of guys tendered in the NA, um, some, a couple guys going to, um, other higher level juniors and a couple of bunch of guys coming back. Right. So it's, it's fun. I mean, it, it's fun being out here and I had two of my NA three guys out here, the 18, U um, you know, top prospects. And, and that was fun yeah. to watch. The league does such an unbelievable job putting all this stuff on. And, um, you know, you guys, you know, you help promote this crazy world of junior hockey and, um, you know, for me, um, without you guys, like it, it's hard because there's a lot of parents out there that are getting uh, terrible advice yeah. um, or don't have any idea what to do. And, you know, when we just had these this prospects challenge, where we had 40 kids like we had a big meeting and I said, guys, listen, like use me as an as as a thing. Don't I don't don't feel like I'm going to sell you the generals. But if you have questions about 
junior hockey or midget hockey or college hockey like i'm happy to talk about like the path and like what you need to do and how to write an email and how to respond to a coach and you know and and for me um, there's not enough information about the good programs or the bad yeah. programs and for me i'm in a tough spot like as a person that owns a team i'll never badmouth another program i just I, I just think negative recruiting is lazy um but there's enough people out there that are able to highlight the good programs and the bad programs and, and try to give people an opportunity to make the best decision and it's alphabet soup down at the tier three level um and just understand you go for the program not for the letters of the league right you, yeah. you know at the tier two level and the tier one level obviously that's a little different you know it, it's yeah. the opportunities are a little bit different and the, and the coaching is is a little bit more consistent um so it's uh it's awesome that you have outlets like this to to highlight the kids and and i just also want to say thank you for you know doing the 15 best plays of the generals i mean it's awesome my guys look forward to seeing those tweets and they bitch that they're not on it it's awesome <laughs> that's part. Um, I'm going to just give them your, your phone number and have them call you directly. Yeah, by all means, they can. <laughs> uh, seriously, I, I tell, and I've had a bunch of people reach out um, as we've gotten bigger. I mean, I've had a lot of, I'll have parents reach out, players reach out, um, coaches, broadcasters, fans, and they're like, hey, you got to look back at this play from, you know, Team X in this league and really consider it. Um, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I, I tell people, and I said it all year long, and I'll be doing it for next year as well. If you have a play in a game you think is worthy, just let me know. Hey, if it's on, it has to be on hockey TV. Um, if it's on Black Dog, somebody needs to sponsor me, Black Dog. But I don't even know what Black Dog is. It's electric. Yeah, Black Dog. It, it highlights a bunch of like it has other leagues. Um, I think it has the CJ, CAJHL. Uh, it has uh, some other college divisions as well that you can watch there. Um, so honestly, if I have, if that's where I have to watch ACHA, I might end up having to get black dog, but black dog, if you're listening, hit me up, but black dog, you stole the name from a place in Martha's vineyard that has like t-shirts and like a restaurant. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, I mean, that's, I, I, t- I had difficulties picking a podcast name cause everyone I wanted was want, you know, taken. Um, and then I came down to like 10 names and none of them were taken and this is the one I chose. And the second I chose it, uh, my original co-host, Steve, said, why the hell did you call it pigeonhole hockey? And then I explained it to him. He's like, it's still stupid. I'm like, well, you you, you weren't part of the decision-making process because you were suddenly disinterested. And now that it's real, you're like, oh, I want to say, well, it's too late. I already designed the logo and, you know, it's it's mine, man. So like, well, the Northeast Generals, we were originally going to be called the Northeast Warriors. And okay. um we were told we couldn't be, but I had already designed the logo and the color, so uh, I just switched to general, so I didn't have to change any of that stuff. So people don't <laughs> understand how much time goes into that nonsense. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. It, um, yeah. More than it should, but uh, <laughs> I see some teams out there that probably should have given it a little bit more thought. And then I, I really do like the junior hockey community of just going wild on some crazy stuff. Well, New uh, Mexico's just, uniforms are disgusting. Like, they're awesome. Like, they got, like, the turquoise and the yellow. I mean, they they are yeah. over the top. But in a good way. Like, in a, it fits with the New Mexico state flag. Like, same thing yep. Maryland does. Like, Maryland is their, their state flag incorporated. I didn't even know Maryland had a flag. It's awesome. Like, you're learning. <laughs> oh, if you don't know Maryland has a flag, you have not been around. Man, they put it on everything there. Oh, I know. Like, every time I, I get I know. Home, I'm like, oh, we're in Maryland. <laughs> it's Great. unreal. 
Yeah, and my wife went to school there, so I have to listen about Maryland all the time. It's not that great of a place. No offense, Maryland. It's like well, I'll be going people. to a wedding in Maryland uh, this upcoming year, so I'll get to see a lot of the flag. Won't say yeah, for who. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, and honestly, look at the Long Beach Shredders. Their new team in the USPHL last year. They have the most untraditional looking jerseys I've ever seen. Um, white pants on a black jersey. It's just some level of crazy, but I somehow just fell in love with it. Um, I hated it initially, really. The, when it first dropped, I, I hated everything about it. And as the year went on, um, I it I just fell hard. I don't know. It was it was bad. It was bad, but I fell hard. It was it was a good it's a good looking jersey if anyone out there wants to check it out. Long Beach Shredders. It's crazy. And I'm I'm excited for a lot of the expansion coming up. Uh, in fact, uh the Windigo, right? Are they moving or are they expanding? The Windig. There's no no wind yeah, win, the Wisconsin Windig. Um so they were <laughs> bought um it was Minnesota Magicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota, okay. Yeah, that were bought, and now they're moving to Wisconsin to some crazy dome. Um, that's that's pretty sick. And then you had uh, Jamestown Rebels bought, and they're moving to. They're calling Philadelphia, but they're in New Jersey. I, I'm very confused. But um, you know, and then I know the USPHL. I know King Richard every year adds like 50 teams. Um, so, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it all. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, um, course. for me, um, the only team in the USPHL that I've ever watched is the Charlotte Rush. So at the end of the day, like I got to just make sure my loyalty is is uh, very, very clear, you know, um, that it's it's uh, I'm team team rush team rush. Well, OK, so we, if we could talk about the, the move of the team to Philly, is this really any surprise? You got two teams that play professional football in Jersey, and yet somehow they're called New York Giants and New York Jets. I don't, I don't get that. Well, it's because nobody. I mean, if you've ever been to New Jersey, other than yeah, the, I have, I've been. Nobody through. wants to admit that they're from New Jersey. Yeah. Unless That's you're true. from the shore, <clears throat> and then all you want to do is talk about that you're from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Back in my drinking days, I had a lot of fun in the Jersey Shore. I, I have to be fair. Um, I don't remember that I had fun, but I was told that I had a lot of fun. Do you have pictures as evidence you have fun? Thank God, no. Um, thank <laughs> God I'm 45 <laughs> and uh, Twitter and Grinder, those things weren't a thing when I was uh, oh. when I was a kid. We uh, would have been screwed, man. I'd be dead. So screwed. And, um, you know, I'm not positive that I'm not dead now, but the, the, <laughs> the idea for me is that... Uh, the evidence uh, I got in trouble in college for sending an email. So like, that was like a big deal back then. Um, you know, like email was the only way to communicate. And I yeah. unfortunately um, hit uh, send to all, which included the president of the college as opposed to the group that I meant to send it to. Um, so that's how I got in trouble back before you could really get in trouble. Um, that was fun. Um, but I graduated. So that's all right. <laughs> Yeah, emails can't get you in a lot of trouble. I probably have at least 50 stories connected to emails I probably shouldn't have sent. Um, sometimes you talk about someone in an email uh, oh, to your boss, and then, yeah, and then you actually send it to them instead of your boss. And, uh, yeah, just deal with it from, from there. I had yes. one guy just straight up laugh it off. He's like, well, now at least I know what you think of me. I'm like, yep. <laughs> That's all I could <laughs> respond. I'm like, well, now you, now you know I'm not happy with basically anything you send me, so – 
it's out there. But um, yeah, I'm man. Did we dodge a bullet being born a little bit earlier? Because I see some of these videos, even the cringe videos on YouTube, where I'm like, oh god, I would have been that kid. I thankfully none of that was available to to us because I would have I would have been dumb. I'm just being honest. I'm so glad. Oh, I was I would too late. Be canceled a million times. I should have been canceled already, yeah. but nobody knows that I should be canceled. Oh, I just <laughs> told everybody. Um, oh man. So it's 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 wonderful. Um, you know, now you have podcasts where you can say whatever you want, but then we can edit it. Um, yep. You know, which is which is wonderful. So uh, they can't hear all the stupid things you said because you edited it out to make yourself sound like a genius. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, and like Sebastian, you just keep everything dumb that he says in there. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which you and in fact, in episodes like this one where they're unedited, unless I say something so stupid, because I've had some unedited episodes in the past where I've I've had to cut something out because either I or a guest or co-host have said something that just didn't need to be on the podcast. And that's the glory of having your own podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I need to cut that. I need to cut that out. That was or sometimes a antidote that. Why the hell did I bring it up? It makes no sense at the time. Yeah, just cut it out. It was. I'm like, man, no wonders y'all went quiet on me. I think you did that that episode. You and I did where you're like, well, that was the longest story that went nowhere. Yeah, I was like, thanks for that. I remember that story about being stuck in the airport. Um, it's still, I'm still waiting for the punchline. Yeah, there really, there really wasn't one. Um, but I kept it in there just to, just for the humor effect, so that everyone else could cringe along with you and uh, with you and Ben. but i don't keep them all in that's for sure (laughs) that's awesome yeah but um yeah i think this will be a good spot to wrap it up and yeah uh, well chris i appreciate your time as always and um i appreciate your your uh fandom and i appreciate you always giving me the forum to kind of talk about the program and the league and and the products that we have because i think it's uh it's worth talking about i don't know if it's worth listening to but i think it's worth talking about (laughs) i think it's definitely worth listening to it's uh Seriously, and talking about. Did I say listening to or talking about? Either one. Yeah, that whatever. <laughs> um, but honestly, junior hockey is just where it's at for me. Uh, I I enjoy watching it so much more than the National Hockey League. Um, way more excited about watching the NHL uh, playoffs than I have about the NHL playoffs. And I, even though right there I said after the Robertson Cup championship game here on you know tomorrow, I'm like, oh, there's no hockey left. Completely forgetting. We're in the second round of the NHL playoffs, but that's I guess how how little I think right now of uh, the NHL. But that's going to be my hockey um my hockey consumption until that ends, and at least I'll create some podcast episodes on that because uh a lot of junior hockey stuff will be over. But yeah, no, that's there you go. That, that's the way it is. But uh, we do want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. So you know. Unedited episode. We we do hope you enjoyed it. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, this will be dropping relatively quickly. Um, and we do want to thank our guest again, Brian Erickson, the head coach and president of hockey operations for the NHL's Northeast Generals, for jumping on this crazy fun episode with us. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for jumping on. And everyone else, remember, always clear your crease.